How you doing? Um, this is Mello. I am he from Twitter. Uh, we're gonna call this um this episode, I guess, or this show that I'm trying to get started. Mello's Mello reads the meter. Uh, in other musings, I'm reading this book called um, "Staring Darkness" by uh, Lester K. Spence. Uh, here's a section from it. The section is called I Keep It Real, Rap Realism. And he goes on to quote um, Imani Perry out of, uh, I believe she, she works at Harvard still. Uh, she's a black intellectual. Uh, but she says, um, the real is an authenticating device responding to the removal of rap music from the organic relationship with the communities creating it. It demands that artists maintain or use symbols asserting their allegiance to black youth populations or subgroups within that community. The real for hip hoppers means setting the terms for allegiance. It does not disallow fiction, imaginative constructions or hip hop's traditional journey into myth. Rather, it is an ex explicitly political stand against selling one's soul to the devils of capitalism or assimilation as one sells the art form and lives life. The frequent calls in the hip-hop community to keep it real not only requires the maintenance of an authentic black urban identity, they also constitute a theoretical space that functions as a living testimony to African-American experience. Being real is a call to authenticity that becomes a political act. And I skipped down a little bit. And this is uh, Lester Spence again. But the real is a constructed label. Artists selectively choose what to what to depict in their work and what to consider real, routinely ignoring an entire host of activities and populations. They select these activities that are the most interesting to them, to their producers and to their markets. These selections then become real, although they are no more real than non-selections. Um, like the decision to award a MC a Grammy Labeling something as real or authentic, authentic, whether that label comes from critics writing from hip hop magazines or from hip hop bloggers or simply word of mouth has stakes. Labeling something as real increases record sales. High volume sales generate cultural capital within hip hop, which can be used to determine rap artistic direction. Cultural capital also generates political capital within the industry and as much as selling tops well, in as much as top selling MCs become tastemakers who who then exert influence by shaping who gets record deals and record labels. But there is so much more at stake than this. Recall that the black public recall that the black parallel public is the space in which blacks come together and articulate and debate their interests, needs and identity. Black artists have long used their art as a vehicle to fight for and against black representation. When MCs attach the real to being authentically black, they promote and project the limited conception of blackness within that parallel public and through that public onto other populations that are black. By defining themselves as the arbiters of blackness, they also promote themselves as its representatives, claiming the right to define African-American needs, interests, and identity. They do so against other artists, against rhythm and blues singers, for example, or jazz artists, but they also do so against political representatives. The black.
the black community has like this um situation in that they um they look to rap or rappers as um as cultural identifiers of the broader black community and they like they can't differentiate between um person that is expertise in the history of black people in America and people who use blackness as a um as a commodifiable product to get them more recognition and clout in a public in a public sphere so yeah uh, that's pretty much my thoughts on that section of the book so far I'm gonna keep reading y'all do the same thank you